Welcome to the Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. The Safe Haven Podcast is a space for you to be real, raw, emotional, vulnerable, hilarious, and or completely carefree. This podcast offers a space for stories to be shared about the lights and darks, highs and lows of life in a judgment-free zone. Join me and my powerful guests as we dive into a variety of conversations and topics. Listen from where you are, as you are. Think, laugh, and cry along with us, whether you're in your car, in the kitchen, chasing your kids, running your business, caregiving for someone that you love, getting a mani-pedi, while you're in the hospital, a treatment center, sitting on the deck, on the dock, or out for a run. These weekly stories will hit you right in the heart, fill up your cup, and recharge your spirits. Joining me today is Brenda Cody, an emotion and body code practitioner and a very special new friend of mine, a light worker and a game changer. So thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thanks, Amanda, for having me. Definitely. I'm, I'm really happy that you're here. And so for our listeners as well, uh, Brenda and I had never met. Uh, there are no mistakes. The universe has brought us together. And I reached out what a week or two ago two mm -hmm. weeks ago ish i think so yeah at that time yeah and i reached out and i had heard some really magical things about brenda and once we got talking we shot the ship for like an hour and it just <laughs> flew didn't it yes. and we just were like oh we need to meet we're gonna be friends so um it was really fabulous because once we started talking about i had invited brenda to be a guest on the podcast knowing that her gifts and her intuition is just something that the world really needs to hear about and when I asked Brenda to be a guest, she said yes, and we started thinking about it. And then it was Brenda's suggestion that I do a session with her of the Body and Emotion Code so that I could talk about my experience in the recording. So my listeners, I am going to be opening wide open for you because Brenda has taken some notes while we did the reading, and we are going to decipher those notes right now. So let's do it. Okay. Right. So when we started, can I just tell them a little bit yes. even too? So yeah, when we started, because I didn't know really what to expect, Brenda has given me a little bit of an idea as to, you know, what the body code and the emotion code is and, and what to expect from this, you know, even the charts that she uses to help decipher certain things using her pendulum. There's a pendulum that she will ask for guidance through spirit to channel. She works as a proxy for me so that she can uh, you know, feel my energies and use herself as the proxy to heal me emotionally and throughout my body. So when we started, um, here's me thinking, you know, I have the biggest smile on my face these days. I've got life figured out. I'm back to myself and thinking, I don't even know what I need to fix. I feel like things are going pretty well these days. And so Brenda was telling me that there's so much more that you you don't realize that every single day, even if you're having the best of times, that you are carrying around traumas and issues from your past. Yeah. So we got into it. Yes. So let's did. do it. So we can talk about what we were able to get to in my reading. Mm -hmm. So I first start by asking permission. And once I have permission from that person, I ask for guidance mm -hmm. and I make the connection to their higher self into the spiritual realm that will help me the team of guides and angels and archangels. There's a whole team out there that will work on and help us along this uh, session. 
Anyway, and once I've asked that, then I go through a, a list of questions to make sure we've made the proper connection. People have to be hydrated. If you're not hydrated, that connection, the energy connection, because this is all energy and we're all connected. So once that person is, uh, it's been uh, proven that they're hydrated, then I, I ask um, if they're willing, you know, if, if that question, how strong is that question that they're willing to release anything um, that could have created a block? You look at resistance and you look at doubt. And Amanda had doubt. And so I actually asked, I said, wait a second, like this doubt is does not start with doubt for what you bring to the table at all no. because I'm so wide open to that. Mm -hmm. So then where did my doubt yeah. come from? So the doubt came up as a psychic trauma mm -hmm. and that psychic trauma in the body code, uh, which Dr. Bradley Nielsen has formulated, um, and it's a computerized mind map, came up as psychic doubt. There's e either two or three trapped emotions that, f that the subconscious mind will put in a ball and trap it someplace in the body. Um, and it eventually down the road could, uh, if it isn't released properly, cause havoc. But this trapped emotion was of, can I say the, yeah, okay. Go for it. So it was a psychic trauma with three imbalances, three trapped emotions, excitement being the first, the second being excitement as well. And the third being hate of man. Yeah. And so at first too, when I, when she's writing this stuff down, I'm like, okay, well, excitement is kind of funny because I feel like there's been so much of my excitement and energy in my life suppressed. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely something that's come forward. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, um, hate of men. No, maybe there's something in there, you know, which we'll obviously get to in this recording about sexual abuse, but I'm thinking that's a, I rarely mm -hmm. use the word hate and then to say hate of men. So where'd that come from? Yeah, so that was an inherited emotion, and this is another aspect of this wonderful work, is that you can even pulse an emotion that you have inherited through, it's like through DNA, mm -hmm. and, it's, um, and that can be released, but you have to release that differently. But you can even ask the subconscious mind, was this inherited from mom, or was it inherited from dad? So you can, exact person that it's been inherited from, and how many generations back. Mm -hmm. You find that, you, you find that out, and then you release it through the Grand Meridian which starts at the chin, goes up over the head, and straight down the spine. Mm -hmm. When I'm the proxy, I will release it off my own Grand Meridian. I use either a magnet or I can use crystals. You can use your own fingertips because you, everyone has their own magnetic um, field that runs within their body. I prefer uh, crystals, that's what mm -hmm. I use. Dr. Bradley Nielsen will use his magnets. Now you can use any magnet. You can use a fridge magnet that you pulled from the, the real estate office yeah. or whatever. It could be yeah. any kind of magnet. <clears throat> what that does is it uh, magnifies it 200,000 times wow. more than your own body magnetic. Okay. But um, we carry Grand Meridians. The Chinese have shown us that we have Grand Meridians throughout our body. Mm -hmm. So I will pick a Grand Meridian that's quite easy to use and yeah. I will release it. Then it is released. I am now, I'm the proxy for Amanda at this point yeah. and uh, it just released and once it's gone it's completely gone. Yeah, thank gosh we lost that one. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Absolutely.
And then we continued. And then we continued and we went in, uh, addictive heart energy came up. Mm -hmm. And that's out of the heart's um, desperation to feel love and joy. And it's also, um, um, it's like an attractor, it's, it's what is the underlining uh, cause for addictions as well. And that's anything to do with, um, you know, uh, addictions of any any kind you know even behavior addictions well yeah and we talked a lot about how addiction isn't just substance no right it no. could be even to no. a sport or an activity or yeah 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 and it's it's actually um the addictive heart energy is also the energy that will create heart walls Mm-hmm. which is uh, an aspect that we will get into here yes. because Amanda had a heart wall that needed to be released. That's right. So I will ask for layers. These, la- these emotions, trapped emotions, are actually time-stamped. So most practitioners won't ask, I do. The ones that are ta- time-stamped will only release as one. Mm-hmm. Those that have layers, that's the timestamp. There's seven layers of this addictive heart energy that is timestamped. So I still, in my practice, I will still ask. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was released then. You had seven layers of addictive heart energy. And that's that. what we worked through. Yeah. And a lot of even what we worked through with that addictive heart energy had a lot to do with the fact that I feel like I have so much love to give and I give and I give and I give and I'm yearning for more and I just never get what I hope to get back. Mm-hmm. So that was that that came up a lot. Yeah, I did. <clears throat> the next one was addictive heart energy as well that mm-hmm. came up, an imbalance. There were there were not layers, it was just the one. But what stopped um, her from releasing that was a was a heart wall. So Amanda then had a heart wall. I ask, is it in feet? Is it in inches or feet? Right. I I really wanted to just go to feet because I'd never done one in inches. She only had she had a heart wall of six inches thick. Yeah, which it yeah. was so neat for me uh, to hear that 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 was Brenda's first heart wall that was only six inches. You know, they're usually measured in feet. Yeah. And. I guess that didn't surprise me because I mm-hmm. wear my heart on my sleeve and I will basically give it to anybody that will take it yeah. and care for it, right? Yeah. So that was really yeah. interesting. It was beautiful. There were uh, trapped emotions of heartache, heartache, and confusion, mm-hmm. which, you know, heartache is like a, a, a go-to. You can yeah. imagine a heart wall and having a heartache and yes. having that trapped. So that was pretty pretty normal. And we clarified too and that a heartache doesn't necessarily just mean with an intimacy, no. intimate relationship. That no. can be very much um, heartache from death. That could yes. be heartache from missing someone or yeah. an yeah. unexpected experience of some sort. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And then there was confusion. But once that was released, it as you can see, it didn't take, um, there weren't many trapped emotions That's there right. at all. And mm-hmm. then the six inches was released. You can also ask, what is the heart wall made out of? Mm-hmm. What is it made from? Because your subconscious mind, it's usually what you gravitate, um, gravitate to. Like um, if you are, um, let's say, to, uh, a carpenter, mm-hmm. your heart wall would be made of wood. Right. If you were a, a masonry, it would be made of cement. 
but you have a passion for crystals. And that's so neat that that came up. Yeah. So your heart wall was made of crystals, (laughs) various crystals. Yeah. Sometimes you're to keep a bit of a heart wall out of protection for whatever reason but Mm -hmm. in in this case no amanda was to release it all yeah and in most cases you're to release it all Mm -hmm. but sometimes if it is very thick and it is in feet or even yards they've even measured it in yards you can't release it all at once it's a very gradual right because that would be just too devastating for that person Mm -hmm. yeah so it becomes a gradual process Okay, onward and upward. Mm-hmm. We had a she had a miasm next, which is a, a trapped. Um, let me get into. It's an inherited distortion of a disease. From right. This an was the ancestor. Inherited. Yeah. This yeah. was the inherent. This was a miasm, and this miasm, you know, you can release anything inherited. Uh, or like the miasm, you have to swipe the Grand Meridian ten times in order to release it properly. Should we mention the miasm was schizophrenia? Yeah. And, and so this was the inherited miasm. This was an inherited miasm. Yep. Yeah. Can you yeah. tell the listeners too what a miasm is? Yeah. Yeah. A miasm is a distortion of a, of a disease mm-hmm. uh, from an ancestor like a long time ago. And then, like we, it, and then we saw how many generations back that was yes it was and it only went back i believe two it went two yeah it went so, two generations so it was my grandma. the grandmother's side of the family and, and grandma um, passed from alzheimer's yeah so that would Brain make that would make total sense mm-hmm. yeah which is unfortunate yeah very sad scenario but um anyway now it's been released mm-hmm. uh, when it is inherited to when you release it off a person it releases off of anyone else that have, has absorbed that energy. Okay. So, but your dad, we tested your dad and he hadn't absorbed it. Yeah. But it did come through his um, his DNA to you. Yes. Yeah. So if you had any siblings, for instance, mm-hmm. do you have siblings? Yeah, my sister. Okay. So did the sister, yeah. So it was uh, released off your sister as well. Good. Even without her realizing it, um, it's released. That miasm is now released. Everything's energy. Everything's connected. Even that can interfere with, you know, evolving to your true potential. Brenda just checked with her pendulum for because you guys can't see us just sitting here on my couch. So she just checked. Allison, you're good? (laughs) Yeah. 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 How wonderful is that? Yeah. The next one was a psychic trauma. Uh, that what that came up and this one was quite fascinating because we tested right away the age mm-hmm. in which Amanda was 22 years of age mm-hmm. and it was um, sexual perversion it was uh, yearning and lust mm-hmm. and it was a psychic trauma from that point in time yep so that was the one I immediately I well actually it took me a second because we came back to the year um, or the age of 22 twice and I was having a hard time because, you know, when something awful happens to you, you suppress it, suppress it, suppress it. So I'd actually forgotten the year, but then I tried to date back, okay, well, my first, second, third year university and go figure. I was 22 years old and I was, um, oh, it was awful. I'm going to try not to get emotional yeah. on it, but, yeah. oh, so I asked, I asked Brenda when it comes to sexual perversion, because before I had actually asked about, you know, the sexual abuse, um, perversion, you know, thinking, well, 
you think pervert or perverted. And then I started thinking, well, that links right alongside to sexual abuse. And when I was 22 years old, um, the long story short was that I was carried up the stairs to my house, my apartment in North Bay, and um, had been drugged. And a um, guy that I went to university with had his way with me and I could not push him off of me. And I broke, woke up with bruises on my chest. Um, and yeah, and I was 22 years old. So, um, when, so then I asked Brenda too, when you look at the perversion, well, there's, there it is right there on his mm-hmm. end of things. Mm-hmm. Right. But that I had absorbed that. Because, you had absorbed that. Absolutely. Right. Did. And because yeah. very much the, re- it wasn't even a relationship. We didn't even date, but mm-hmm. between the two of us, there was a lot of lust for sure. There was at the, well, because, mm-hmm. and then I, I haven't seen him since. No. I have never laid eyes on him since. Um, I was, yeah, I was awful. But the, um, the yearning, Mm -hmm. the yearning. So you were saying, uh, during the session that, um, the yearning was more of a, yeah, yearning that wish this didn't happen. Didn't happen. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How horrible that would be, Mm -hmm. you know, to go through that. So all those thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah all those thoughts we didn't mention it in the beginning of this session but you have to come up with uh, a question that you're going to use throughout the session and it was uh, what is the most important underlining cause that Amanda can release right now to be uh, in alignment with her true potential Mm -hmm. so that's what we use throughout the whole session Um, and how wonderful that you were able to release that yeah because uh that would be like um an anchor it mm-hmm. would be an emotional anchor that would you know be uh you know prevent you from moving towards yeah yeah and your true and, potential and when we went when we even went back to that um the addictive heart energy i you know can yeah. tie some ties into yes. that because right absolutely of, you can yeah yeah the heart's desperation to feel love and joy. Yeah, and to yeah, get past that fear yeah. too, you oh, know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You had a little you had a few imbalances with the uh, psychic traumas. So that wasn't the only one. There was one that came up next, mm. and it was overwhelming and nervous, nervousness. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, that came up for 18. Yes. And he had an idea of when that as yes, well. Yes, exactly. That the um, that was when I was coming back from my exchange. and Because the heartache had come up at 18 mm-hmm. as well. And I remember physically hurting. And I was weeping coming back from my exchange. Mm-hmm. After spending a year in Argentina, I didn't know when I was going back. And I was so excited to see my people again, of course. But my gosh, I was... I was physically sore with heartache coming back from my exchange and then I had to come back and settle in and then the nervousness and the confusion even with going back to high school yeah with a year of group of people that was a year younger than me and all of my people had graduated and were into college and university and Yeah. yeah So how beautiful that you'd be able to release all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, What was interesting next was something more on the physical end, but inflammation came up Mm -hmm. for Amanda. And uh, the inflammation went to parasites. Mm -hmm. Parasites are, 
can cause so much havoc in the body. It's we we have no idea. Um, under the uh, they can they kind of uh, we have healthy amounts of parasites, but when the but when it's unhealthy, we either need a remedy or some kind of a cleanse of some sort. But the body can energetically get rid of it as well. Mm -hmm. So in your case, that was all that was needed. Good. <laughs> was just energetically, we got rid of the uh, parasites. I measured how many layers we can uh, release and there was five layers and that was wonderful. We released that and then we're able to uh, go back and release the inflammation uh, that was caused by, you know, too much of the parasite activity yeah. going on. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was good. The next one was another addictive heart energy and it went to the gallbladder meridian. Mm -hmm. So the subconscious mind there again will put trapped emotions in the body and will weaken it eventually down the road. Inflammation will form. That's how disease forms. Uh, in this case, uh, there was only one trapped emotion that was heartache that the subconscious mind put that in the gallbladder meridian. So of course that would be on the right side of the body and that was released. That was at 29 years of age. The addictive heart energy then we were able to release that permanently. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the link back to being 29, yes. um, that was one of the first at the beginning of that year, I guess in January of me being 29, I turned 30 in May. Um, between my sister and I, there was something that had led to, um, you know, some deep emotions in my relationship. And then Brett and I took a break through the winter and that was awful and really, really difficult for me emotionally to go through. Yeah. That was definitely it because that was oh my god that winter my the winter of being 29 years old sucked yeah it was it was long and drawn out and emotional and I was not myself no so yeah no. hard to stay in that that emotional oh yeah oh trauma it's yeah not... the next one that was released was actually a physical to physical disconnect mm -hmm. and I'm thinking in my own mind you know this girl doesn't look as though she has any physical disconnects usually mm -hmm. that is like okay you've put a knee at a joint you've broke a leg you you know that type of thing but in this case I needed to do a little bit of meditation around it too. yeah and I didn't really need to figure it out but I wanted her to uh, experience this as well and that's when the intuitive part of a healer can kick in so you go for a quiet time and then spirit talks to you. Mm -hmm. And uh, we figured out, or I mentioned that it was between the heart and the brain, between uh, the heart all and the, the mind. And there was a disconnect between <laughs> yeah. the communication yes. between the heart and your, your brain. And that how I could argue that I am heart first into almost every endeavor, two feet, let's go. Mm -hmm. And then my mind or I oh but then I overthink right mm -hmm. so that lack of synchronicity between the two yeah right yeah definitely so it we was, joined them back up we joined that up it was actually just it was you can measure the connection it was 68 percent connected the heart to the brain but of course she wants that to be a hundred percent so we just went in and energetically connected it a hundred percent so now um 
both her first brain and her second brain, because <laughs> we consider the heart to be the second brain, yeah. is now on the same page. And so yeah. I was joking even a little bit earlier tonight about how, uh, you know, so much of me that just feels like I am running through life right now with the biggest smile on my face, you know, I was kind of saying, I honestly, I don't know what I'm going to be asking or what I need clarity for or in or on or anything like that moving moving forward because I feel like everything's great. Now, guys, if I was only 68% connected between my heart and my, my head here, like, look out. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, the next one, next imbalance, was the emotional trauma that oh, yeah. she had uh, experienced. That was at 29 again. Mm-hmm. There was emotional trauma and... Um, we released it. There was three layers of it. Mm-hmm. And I asked, is this uh, released? Yes, mm-hmm. it is. But it wasn't permanently released. So there was another imbalance wa- that was causing this to not completely release. And it was an addictive heart energy again. And that was at uh, 29 years of age. Mm-hmm. And then that was linking right back to the fact that I just, well, I've, there's been a combo of fear of being too much to love you know can someone actually love me the way that I need to be loved and and yeah feeling like I I just have so much love to give and that it I I try so hard to receive it in the way that it's being given but it just doesn't seem to be enough and then Mm -hmm. I question if that's too much or you know then you this addictive heart energy I love to think that I I guess it's, it, well, we also talked a little bit about love languages that mm-hmm. you just have to have your person love you in your love languages yeah. to feel it, yeah. right? And yeah. and that if you're not being loved in your love languages, of course you're going to need more, yeah. right? So Absolutely. Yeah. We went from that to a psychic trauma. And the psych, this psychic trauma was only two um, trapped emotions. They're either two or they're three. Um, I, I find the majority three comes up more so than two other people might find something different but that's what I find but this was only two and it was heartache and effort unreceived Mm -hmm. so they kind of go hand in hand the two of them because Mm -hmm. uh, we're always putting it out there but it's not always received the way we like and it was a psychic trauma so we just went in and released that but it didn't permanently release. Mm-hmm. So we went back and it was uh, parasitic energy. So it goes into the mind map. It goes to parasites, or, which is pathogens. But I, I knew instinctively or I, you know, that it wasn't parasites. We had already addressed parasites, mm-hmm. but this was parasitic energy. So that's verbal. That's um, uh, negative talk. And being around people that are negative, so yeah. negative energy in general, and she's absorbed that from right. from someone from and a then, situation. And then I tried to clarify that too, and just say, is that someone who has been talking or talking negatively to me, or mm-hmm. at me, mm-hmm. or around me, yeah. or even about something? And then that's what I've absorbed, and then that's yeah. what you deciphered. Yeah. yeah, it was something you absorbed from a group. And yeah. you know how that can happen. I know. We get into groups. We have no co- uh, control over the conversation. That's right. And there could be people doing, you know, gossiping and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And all of that is negative. Yeah. And it affects our energy. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was the end of our session. Yeah. It was wonderful. I, yeah. I honestly, I, 
And oh, and then uh, at the end too, then Brenda asks um, your guides and yeah. your angels and yeah. higher powers, um, yeah. how long will it take me to process this? Yes. And that was two days. Two days. Two days. Right. So, and, and a I, lot of stuff had come up that I have, like, obviously, I've suppressed a lot of the heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't think of that often no. unless someone asks me or mm-hmm. I hear about something, then mm-hmm. I might think about it but I try really hard not to that's the thing of the subconscious mind Mm -hmm. it's the inner computer it has the recording from everything we've experienced in our life Mm. and we don't need to know that it's there yeah Um, but it's whether it's healthy or not and Mm -hmm. when it isn't healthy the body code the emotion code uh, will teach us to release all that mm-hmm. so that it's like a clean slate so that we can vibrate the way we need to in order to attract what we truly deserve in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's about vibration and frequency. So I'm on so, the right track. Yeah, Woo. you're on the right track. So we did a little measurement too. We took a baseline and found out that it was around 40%, but we knew Amanda after this session would mm-hmm. be a lot more than 40%, and she went up to 90%. Yeah. Yes. Which is so special. Yeah. That is really, really nice. And then we were figuring that the last 10% is just to keep working yeah, on myself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm happy to do that. Yeah. I'm always happy to, to do be, that. To be filled with joy and, yeah. and to be in alignment to your true potential. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank we you for that. that. That was great. You're so welcome. I would love for you to share with our listeners the journey. You know, what has brought you to where you're at now? Well, I think a lot of, uh, ener- um, well, not just energy workers, but practitioners in general, most of the time they seem to be drawn to that, to that profession because they've gone through something personal. And in my case, I, um, I was diagnosed with lupus and I was in a lot of pain. And they basically, the doctors are uh, orthodox means of healing here, the uh, that we go to that controls our healthcare system. Um, They go by symptoms Mm -hmm. and that's how they diagnosed me with lupus. So I ended up going to four different doctors in four years. Three out of the four said the same thing. But by the fourth year, my symptoms started to look totally different because I'd been doing work on myself. Hmm. I wasn't quite into the emotion code at that point. Um, I got on the internet and I started to research it. I thought, okay, this is an autoimmune disease. They tell me I have to live off these drugs of prednisone and um, there was another one um, called, um, oh, I can't even think of the name right now. There were so many of them that they start to recommend that you take, but the side effects of these drugs were even worse than what I was going through, the symptoms. So I was controlling the, the, the pain just with pain medication, a little bit of prednisone, but I did get online and I, I went to the Hay House, which is Louise Hay. Mm-hmm. And she always would bring up the various healers that she was supporting and their work and everything new that was coming to the forefront for the alternatives. She talked about Brad, Dr. Bradley Nielsen in the emotion code and our heart being, you know, our second brain. Our second brain, yeah. yeah our second brain. 
So I thought, oh my goodness. And the more I read about it, the more I thought this is the ticket. He talked about trapped emotions being lodged in the body, the subconscious mind, how we can release this. So I thought this, you know, I was going to venture down this path and it turned out to be the ticket. And you just to knew. my wellness. I just knew. I was I was drawn to. I tried other things. I'm a reflexologist. I took touch for health. I had I had a the the knowledge of what energy work and that's how I knew that I didn't have to live in this pain. Mm-hmm. That if my body which was, uh, I'm going to tell you the truth, it was an um, adverse reaction to the Trinrex, which is really? a shot for hepatitis. Yeah. And I had the first two shots, I was fine. I, I wouldn't even normally have, with my belief system, but it was peer pressure. And everyone going on this trip said we had to take the shot. It was the third shot that sent me right over the edge. And the body started to react to it with inflammation Mm -hmm. and the pain started to set in. First, I had all this brain fog. I had paranoia. I just, I had these emotions that I couldn't even do, you know, I couldn't live with. I was wondering why my brain was just, it was like it was starting to explode on me. Then the inflammation. There were days I was running, uh, I had a salon and day spa then. There were days I had to ask the girls to come from the shop to dress me because I was in so much pain. I couldn't even get out of bed. So I just, um, I worked through it. I knew that I could. When the doctors told me that I would have to just be on this medication forever. So by the fourth year, I had started to show improvement. Mm-hmm. And the the doctor then said, oh, you just have osteoarthritis. You don't have lupus. And I said, oh, I've, the symptoms I said were very different four years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's how much I've, I've improved. So now I know for sure the blood tests showed how much I improved. Wow. So I continued. I ended up uh, not just doing emotion code, but then... Uh, going for the body code as well, mm-hmm. which addresses the whole entire body. Yep. And um, I work through that. And today I am in no pain mm. whatsoever, no inflammation, no brain fog. I'm I'm ha- help. Uh, how can I put it? I'm healthy and happy. Yeah. And I continue to work with this uh, modality, but also to help other people. Yeah. And that's my goal is to help other people and to share my story with them and to help as many as possible. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful modality. Anyone can do this. Now, Amanda asked me about my gifts and she said she, you know, she was interested in this interview to find out, you know, how did I come across these gifts? Yeah. Well, now she knows. And do you know anyone can do this? I know you have to have the passion. So yeah. I guess they're not just anyone can do it. You have yeah. to have the passion. But once you have the passion and you start to work with um, energy, energy opens up as being your intuitiveness as well. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you can hear the the audio. You can hear spirit talking to you. Whether it's, to me, it's spirit talking to me. Yes. Whether it's going to be, you know, people are going to call it just strictly intuition They can call it whatever they want to call it, but it's energy and it speaks to me 
and I help people with it. Which is incredible. I, yes, I move it out of the body so it's out of their way so they can vibrate. So the frequency is precisely what they need mm -hmm. in order to attract what they need. So it's about losing what needs to be lost to find what needs to be found. That's the the proverb that Dr. Brad mm -hmm. uses for the for this I modality. I love it. Yeah, it's just a really, really, really powerful and it's one of the most uh, powerful modalities on the planet today. Mm -hmm. There's about 500 practitioners, no, sorry, 5,000 practitioners on the planet right now. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're part of a, a family. We all work together. I um, love that you share that your, your knowledge, your experiences, your goods and bads, mm -hmm. so that you can continue yeah. learning as well. Yeah. yeah. And I plan on learning even more so. I've incorporated other modalities to work with the body code mm -hmm. because I can get into so many different layers of that human spirit um, that enables them once again to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it be inherited, whether it be um, the, the cell memory, because that comes into play as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the soul memory, uh, what we've wrote in our char charts on the charts, other side. Yeah. And, um, you know, you don't necessarily want to change that, but you can change the experience here on the planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a good one. It's not a painful one. It's yeah. not depressing. It's not, you know, so challenging for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Can you share some of your favorite stories or kind of like testimonials, I guess, or? Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember uh, someone phoning me up now. This, this was a relative, but she phoned me up and she said, you know what? I don't know what's going on with my daughter. She feels like she's going insane. She's depressed. She's, you know, crying at the drop of a hat she's she's just she has headaches that are just you know migraines every day and i go well let's find out what the subconscious mind says she had c1 and c2 that were out of alignment she was a gymnast at the time mm -hmm. doing these gymnastics routine and she threw her neck out so when I go into the body code and find out exactly where these imbalances, I could release trapped emotions from there, which the, the subconscious mind already started to put trapped emotions mm. there. But it was mainly about the physical experience that she was having every day. And I said, you have to go to a chiropractor because outside help is definitely something, you know, I've learned to, to work with or to ask the person's subconscious mind. Sometimes it is an osteo that they need, an osteopath. Sometimes it's a naturopath. Sometimes it's a chiropractor. Right. And so they yeah. wouldn't have, they just came to you wondering about this migraine stuff. And then that, yeah. Yeah. and obviously hadn't been to a chiropractor prior no. to coming to you. No. And then yeah. they went to the chiropractor and it was all good to go? And it was good to go and it was exactly those two vertebrae. Wow. Exactly. And they were put back into alignment. The headaches diminished. The depression diminished. She was like her happy camper again. Yeah. Yeah. She was She was the, uh, the daughter that um, my sister-in-law, you know, yeah. has been with every day. It was just, it was incredible. But to this day, you know, she, my... My sister-in-law's, well, you cannot believe what Brenda has done for my, for Alana, yeah. and her name's Alana. Yeah. 
and uh, it was it was great. It was great. That was one of my very first uh, testimonies, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I've had many, many. Someone's come with a shoulder. The shoulder had been bothering them for a long time. The and it could be either the fascia, the ligaments, yeah. the um, in the shoulder, and um, it was trapped emotions. That's all it was. So they had instant relief. Wow. Instant. It's not always instant, though. Sometimes it's a long, it can take many sessions. People mm-hmm. will come to me and they'll say, okay, how many sessions is it going to take? Well, how long have you had that issue? That's what I ask. And I go, well, you know, it's going to take a few. It's not going to go away in a couple sessions, not mm-hmm. necessarily. And it's a real hard thing to test for. Um, Dr. Brad, our uh, the the uh, doctor that's put this together says, no, you shouldn't really ask that. Um, I will give them a ballpark figure mm-hmm. and give them an you know, incentive to look forward to while well, it's three sessions or it's four. But I had a girl, and I, I know I mentioned that story to you, but she had really, really struggled with anger. Mm. And this anger was something... She wasn't interested in going to a psychotherapist, psychologist, nothing. She just had heard through her friends the work that I was doing. And she said, I'll give you two, two chances, two opportunities. Right. And she went ahead and uh, we booked it. And she came in and um, we did one session. Uh, we met afterwards, you know, after the processing. Do you feel any different? Did you feel the process? No, I didn't feel anything. The second one, no, I didn't feel anything at all. And you know what? I, I was going to give you two opportunities, but, you know, that's it. You know, I'm, I'm not a believer. I, I don't have faith in this. Mm-hmm. And then I got a call two weeks after, and she said, how soon can I make an appointment? She said, I had a situation happen in my life, and, you know, I handled it totally different. Wow. Yeah, she didn't handle it with the same anger. So now with that person, you know, at the end of the session, when you ask about processing time, Mm -hmm. would that have indicated? Like, you know, mine was only two, but is that average or is it sometimes weeks? No, no, it's only two to three days. Okay. But it could take a situation in your life Uh, to present itself. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. And then all of a sudden, you're now reacting differently. Got it. Yeah. 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 And when you go through, so at the beginning, you have a series of questions that you ask before we can start a session. Yes. And when people present with doubt, so I -hmm. did that I, at Mm -hmm. first, like you said too, when you said, oh, there's doubt, or you asked, you know, the pendulum, you asked the spirit, and, and as you said that there was doubt, I was blown away, but recognizing too that that doubt can be inherited. So with other people, you know, what, what challenges, or I guess people would be coming to you knowing what you do ish mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and often open-minded yes yes so i don't always run into that right. but sometimes it's out of their it's 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 not really pertaining to something that they can relate to on a on a daily basis mm. you know what i mean like yeah. it's like doubt well what part of your life are you looking for That's this it. you know it could be you know buried you know, in the subconscious mind someplace. Yeah. It might be inherited. Like in your case, yeah. part of the psychic trauma was inherited. That's right. Yeah, so one one really doesn't know. No. 
I had a, a interesting client the other day and she was experiencing these headaches and I or a person that I'd met and I said well you know I, I work with people you know I do energy work so if you ever need my help just you know mm -hmm. give you me know. a call yeah and she uh, after a call she says well let's wait till after the weekend and I'll see how I'm feeling because I don't think she understood exactly what I did and I said well you know you don't have to be with me either I said, once you give me permission, I can work at any point in time. I can, you know, we can do the distant healing. We could do it on the phone. Energy, and we're all connected. So you don't have to be in the same room. You can still make that connection. Mm -hmm. She's a very busy girl. So she said, okay. She gave me a text message. She said, I would love you to, if you think you can get rid of these headaches. It was very, very fascinating. Because in her case... And this is a young girl, and you can imagine her her being very, very shocked because it went to morning sickness. And from morning sickness, it went into um, a disconnect with the baby, the unborn child. Mm -hmm. This is a young woman with no children. Right. Turned out I was working in another lifetime. Oh, gosh. And it was her fifth life, and the imbalances. Now, this came up through the body code. It came up from her fifth life, and it was energy that was, and when I told her after the session, I said, I think you better, she was with me then, I said, you better sit down for this. And I went through the whole session. She has had major issues with her cervix, with her uterus. Yeah. And she was told something to the effect of not being able to carry a baby full term and so but that this was presenting. energy came from yeah. another lifetime and this is what came out of a headache so it's really really the imbalances that we experience throughout our life we have no idea where this energy is coming from but the subconscious mind does yeah we're able to get rid of it it's gone it's not surfacing. I test her periodically to make sure it's still because she's not around me at all. Mm -hmm. Just to make sure she's still doing okay. Yeah. Because how, how interesting that session was. I could go into more detail, but it's kind of yeah, that's a little private. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really interesting, yeah. though. Yeah. I have many, many stories like that, that people are just, you know, blown away about the energy and... Yeah. how it affects this lifetime yeah now just that just sparked uh just out of curiosity what would the ratio be for gender um with people that come to you with clients more female yeah because they're more emotional yes okay okay men are more intellect and would they would they would the guys come to you um by kind of like a referral or you yes. should go and see yeah as opposed more to more of a referral like yeah, not of a curiosity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I don't. It's through word of mouth. I don't advertise. Um, it's not something... I mean, eventually, I have other practitioner friends who are part of a uh, Facebook page. I couldn't even tell you how many practitioners on there. And we're from all over mm -hmm. uh, the U.S. and into Canada. Um, and, yeah, yeah, uh, Australia there was some and those that want to go on that are practitioners or mm -hmm. certified they can join the Facebook group right okay um, 
Yeah. And we, we share all this information and I'm forgetting what the question was. Oh gosh, me too. Isn't that <laughs> my so we're all, brain Yeah, in. so we're all. Oh, part just of this. about who comes to you and how they yeah. how they get a hold of you. So some of these people really get into the marketing themselves. Oh, okay. And Dr. Brad's team uh, will teach you for a price. They will teach you, and you can take the the various courses to set up your Facebook, uh, either Facebook page or both Facebook and your website mm-hmm. and they have very elaborate website uh, to go to to you know get the information needed you know to contact them but in my case and in this small little community that I live in uh, not so much I don't know if it's just that intellect part of my mind that doesn't uh, think so much like that but I, I'm starting to develop a Facebook page and that's what I'm going to use for my um, so contact. I can put at the bottom of the podcast notes, yes. I will just put your, your contact yes. details so that people can reach out. Yes. That would be great. Absolutely. And what's so magical for everyone that's listening is that as Brenda has described here and elaborated on is that this can be via distance. Yes. Right? So you're working with yeah. someone in Australia. Yes. Right I have now. two ladies that I'm working with in yeah. Australia that are just uh, wonderful. Some of the things that have come up with them are just... Yeah. You know, and they're they're healers themselves, and I reached out to them because I heard their stories. Because I'm on various pages, looking, you know, or um, interacting with other practitioners. So that was the case. So then they reached out to me, and we were able to connect. Yeah. And we actually did um, a messenger video. Okay. We were able to connect in that way, so we could actually see each other. You know what? People yeah. talk about this love-hate that they've got going on with technology, but when you can connect with people that easily on the I, other side of the world... I love it. It's I very love much it. love. Oh my goodness. I know. It's, it's just... makes the world so much it smaller. Does. It really does. <laughs> so what do next steps for... Um, like, what does moving forward look like with this? Growing, mm-hmm. so you're, you're going to mm-hmm. establish this Facebook page and really grow yes. that. Yeah, really Continue grow networking. With that continue networking and continue taking the energy there's so much out there that uh, you can incorporate together so say you know I've started with the emotion code I've got Mm -hmm. the body code and I'm adding on various modalities that can all work together so not everyone's needs some of them might stem far beyond the body code right they might need something that's called balancing with numbers which is a lloyd mirror he's an engineer that put together a manual on just frequencies that the body could possibly be missing that's fascinating so i work with that yeah and i work with um other healers mm-hmm. and and their modalities they'll have um um one morning uh, wee hours of the morning and I couldn't sleep so I'm looking for a meditation I at that point was not very techie oh on your tablet savvy on my tablet and all of a sudden I on my tablet I see this download this pdf and I thought what is this it turned out to be a kinesiology scan and it was all about quantum physics mm. and and kinesiology and how to work. And once again, that's numbers. And once again, so 
I just got up immediately and went to my main computer and I started to uh, print off these manuals. There was two manuals there. And his name is Andrew Kemp and he's from the UK. And he's an amazing healer as well. Mm, okay. And he, he gives out all his information free. You can give a donation to his mom and his sister's uh, nonprofit organization if you like. Mm -hmm. It's totally up to the person. He just wants to reach out to as many as possible. Yeah. So I've done his studies as well, and I incorporate it the same way. That's awesome. And with my work, because every person's an individual and their mm -hmm. needs, and what do they need today? Well, it rounds out their experience with you too. Yes, yes, it really, really does. Yeah. Sometimes they need these frequencies. Sometimes it's... Um, you know, it's the Court of Atonement, which is Amy Jo Ellis. And uh, we put these people, if they're having relationship problems, we put them and their family, them and their partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, into the courts. And the courts decipher their, their energy, their vibration, and will send it back healed. It's, it's the most incredible and their prayers it's all built on prayers mm -hmm. there's so much so much energy some so many healing qualities in a prayer oh for sure yeah, so prayers follow I always ask for help mm -hmm. from above when I am starting a session yeah I put out a prayer to the to the angels to the um, archangels and to all the uh, yeah so it's pretty wonderful it's it's I'm loving the energy work in it and yeah. I'm an I'm I, th I think I was guided here and and everything happens for a reason mm -hmm. and I look back on to you know having the lupus and I thought you know what if it wasn't for that I wouldn't be where I'm at that's today. right you wouldn't be on my couch right now yes yeah I know talking talking about this wonderful I know. way of healing the body that's right it's all energy it's and the subconscious knows and the subconscious knows it all it's our inner yeah. computer our inner hard drive however you want to describe it mm -hmm. it's um, you know we're over 95% subconscious so it's fascinating it's, it's just a fascinating absolutely well, thank you. Oh, you're so, so much. I know that this is, you know, just going to just, I think more than anything, just really intrigue people or spark their interest. Yeah. Because we did speak earlier about how society's waking up. It is. To energy. It it's is. waking up to yeah. more holistic healing yeah. and yeah. light work. Yeah. And even, you know, the people, even in my own life that have just joked about it, you know, mm -hmm. for so long, are starting to perk their ears, they are. right? They right, are. because they're not just hearing about this from me anymore. No, you know, no. I've kept my mouth shut about, you know, crystals and crystal healing and my Reiki and all of that until mm -hmm. just recently when mm -hmm. I started to really open up about it. Because, again, society waking up and our communities starting to wake up to this. I think maybe if we were in a larger city center or something like that, it might be more prominent where. It's not oh, as definitely you know, definitely. but oh my goodness, we fight an uphill battle in a small mm -hmm. town. But yeah. the beautiful thing is that people are waking up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, people don't have to live in depression anymore. That's right. They don't have to live in silence yes. of that. Yep. They don't have to you know live with the side effects of the pharmaceuticals. You got it. There is a way out. Mm -hmm. 
and energy work is it yeah it is it's the ticket out yeah well keep doing what you're doing well thank you very much yeah absolutely there it is guys another episode of the safe haven podcast thank you so much for listening please make sure that you subscribe like share these episodes and comment as you follow along your generous support keeps the sharing and the messages coming your way you can find the safe haven podcast on spotify apple podcasts and on podbean and you can also follow along on instagram at the safe haven podcast for the latest updates i'll talk to you next week